T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is 733 in the Twin Cities. Esme Murphy back with you on News Talk 830 WCCO. Well, sometimes you hear about something and you think that is just so cool and so special and and really something that people should hear about because maybe other communities can use this and help other people with it. Uh, Joining us right now is Kaylee. Is it Weens, Kaylee? Yes, Kaylee Weens. Yep. She is an advisor for the NECS uh, and a facts teacher at Fairbold High School. And is Evie with us? Yep, Evie, I'm here. Evie, okay, Evie, is it Nigon? Nagan. Nagan. Close. Okay, Evie Nagan, a former Fairbold High student, um, and you were in on the development of, quote, the next. All right, and the next sort of sounds like something futuristic and space age. It's something that's pretty down to earth, but yes, I guess it is futuristic and space age as well. Why don't you both tell us sort of how this, what the next is and how it got started? Sure. Um, so this is Kaylee, and um, the NEST got started by a few students going to the administration in our school because they had seen something on TV about another high school in the Twin Cities that had a store that had lots of things in it that everything was free for students. Okay. And they said, hey, we should have this at our school. So the administrator came and found me and said, hey, do you teach the interior design class? And I said, yes. Um, And so he kind of roped me in, filled me in, and I asked if it might be something that the club I advise called the Falcon Project could help with the design. And we just kind of ran with it from there. Okay. And um, let me ask you, uh, Evie, um, what's the Falcon Project? Um, the Falcon Project is a group at the Faribault High School um, that actually does a, a bunch of different things. This was definitely the biggest project that we've ever worked on, but um, just a couple of examples of other things that the club has done. We've made um, hats and mittens for um, elementary students oh, around wow. town Yeah, to use um, during the wintertime. Um, we made surgical caps to send to some of the hospitals around the area. So just um, little things like that that we could um, make an impact to people who are near to us. All right. So you're just talking to the community. Now, Evie, let, let me ask you, when, when you started talking about this, uh, I mean, it's sort of a, a, it sounds like a really big challenge. And, and were you intimidated at all? And, and what were your thoughts when you first heard about it? Intimidating at first, but we have so many great people at the high school. Um, Mrs. Weens, who is on the phone with me here, and um, the um, administration at the Faribault High School, everyone was super supportive and excited about the project from the very beginning. So even though it was something that was really intimidating, we also felt really encouraged um, and like it was definitely a possibility and something that was attainable for us as a group. Um, Let me ask you, uh, both of you, when you started talking about it, did were people saying, you know, there is a need? I, I, I've seen certain people not have access to certain things. Uh, I mean, w- how did that come out, and how did you start talking about that? 
Well, I think about um, with the community that we have in um, Faribault, even though we're kind of sort of in a rural community, our population is that of, say, like a first-ring suburb of the Twin Cities. Absolutely. And so we see a lot of different kids, and there are a lot of different needs um, in our community. So we thought, you know what, we've already helped some of the elementary kids be able to go out to recess by providing some hats and mittens. This would be really cool to have in our high school so we can help the kids that are right here. And, and I imagine for some of these kids, uh, the, were you at all concerned about any stigma of, of you know not having things and then having to, to rely on other kids to get them? I mean, how did you bridge that? Because it's 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 a it's a tough thing. I mean, high school is tough enough, and, and to to not have you know some of the basic things that other kids have has got to be difficult. It is difficult for some of our students, and we even noticed on, like, say, homecoming week when we have spirit weeks and students are dressing up, and um, even just, like, we want to have everybody in Falcon gear on Fridays because we're at Fairbell Falcons, and there's a lot of students that don't have access to that or don't have the funds to be able to participate because they can't purchase a shirt or a sweatshirt. Right. And so... Um, you know, one of our first partners that we got was with the Fairbell Booster Club. And so they gave us a sizable donation in order to help us get some more Falcon gear in the nest so that when we had things like homecoming week, more students could participate. We could hopefully help increase school spirit and um, just get more kids involved with things at school. Right. Because when, they're, when they get involved, then they feel more connected, which right. just helps everybody. And, and, you know, it does, and it's one of the great, you know, fun things about high school, that sense of community. But, it, you know, I think I don't think there's a parent out there who, who feels like they haven't shelled out for, like, another T-shirt or another, you know, mm-hmm. sweatshirt or another special outfit or, you know, some special thing because... And, you know, and most of us who are able to do it, you know, it's it's our joy to be able to help. And I know a lot of the kids, you know, contribute on their own and they're out there working and trying to do it. But it, it's a lot. And it, it, I feel like it's a lot more now than it used to be back in the day a million years ago in the dark ages when I was in high school. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the Nest has things from school supplies to toiletries, to falcon gear, so they can have some school spirit. Um, we're going to be working on doing like a, a prom clothing drive here shortly, but we've had winter coats, all kinds of things, toiletries, to be able to help students that need whatever. Well, the prom thing is is just, I, I think everybody could use help with that, because I mean, everybody wants to go and look fabulous and look great, but let's face it, you're not going to be wearing those outfits that many times in your life. and. Right. You know, something that looks great on one gal is probably going to look fabulous the next year on another gal. So uh, what are are some of the things that you ended up sort of stocking and and what really took off? Well, I would say um, school supplies have been very helpful. Things like backpacks we've had, um, our supply of backpacks has almost dwindled down to nothing at this point. But even things like folders and pencils. Um, the toiletries have gone over really well. Um, anything that's green or has anything that says Fairbow or Falcons on it um, has gone very, very quickly. But um, anything and everything that we can put out, uh, the next time you go into the nest, you find so many empty hangers 
we got to restock and get some more stuff out there so that there's other things for the kids to be able to come and pick. Right. How can people do, I mean, are, how, do people continuously donate or do people bring in, you know, gently used items? I mean, how do you kind of work that? Yeah, we have had actually a just tremendous support. Um, our superintendent, Todd Sasker, has been extremely supportive. Uh, we've had the uh, director of community education, Anne-Marie Leland, who has been really supportive. And then um, we've had a church in the area that's like donated some funds for us to get our furniture and things. And people will come in and maybe drop off whether money or it might be gently used clothing. We had somebody that donated a bunch of toiletries. We had a dentist that came in and brought us toothbrushes and toothpaste. Um, it has really just been a community effort, and it's been really fun to just see everyone pool together to help get this project off the ground and be successful. Right. And what's been the reaction of, of the kids at school? I mean, it, you know, I mean, how did word get out that this was, or did it just you just pop up one day and there was the store? Uh, well, what we did is we were very strategic on when we chose to open the store. Um, we did it during open house night. So um, we had like a, the Chamber of Commerce come and we had a ribbon cutting ceremony. And then um, we just had it open during open house. And uh, when we had incoming freshmen come, we made sure that it was part of the tour of the school. Um, and we've just been kind of promoting it. We have a couple like bulletin boards across the school to help promote it. And we were just getting the word out. And as Students come in and use it. They tell their friends and, um, you know, we're getting the word out and it's going over quite well. And how are you able to maintain it? Because, you know, you, you know, high school kids are, and I've got one at home still, uh, you know, they are busy, busy, busy people. There's a lot going on in their lives. How do you work it? Is it, you know, with the help of the faculty or just, you know, people take, you know, shifts or is it sort of like a, a store board that takes control and makes sure that everything is stocked and restocked? Um, the cool thing about this whole project is that this was an idea by students that was brought to administration, who then we gave it to a group of students that came up with the design and the plan for running the store, and it's run by students. So, yes, we need to have some adults that are involved in it, like myself and some of our administrators, but really the kids do it. Um, and so sometimes during our meeting time of the Falcon Projects, we go down Sometimes during our homeroom, I have students that come in and ask if they can go down and work in the nest. So it's really not anything that I do. I just help facilitate making sure that kids get down there to do. All right. And and overall, um, it, it sounds like it's a hit. It's a huge hit. <laughs> That's it's so cool. Home. It's been so much fun to watch the kids um, go in and out or even just like kids that will come find me down the day. And say, hey, Ms. Weems, can you, can you help me find this? Um, do you think this is in the nest? And, or like even a teacher that will come and say, hey, I have a kid that lost his backpack. Can you help me out? Um, and so it's just been a really great thing for the kids to be able to um, learn about giving back to even their peers. Right. And I hope, I, I would think, if you had any, like, buddy, reach out to you from other schools to see how well this is going? No, not so much yet, um, but, you know, we're kind of just getting the word out about it, and um, so we had the fortune of being in the Star Tribune, and now hopefully this will just maybe encourage some other schools to, if they have a need, to 
step up and do what they need to do to help meet the needs of the kids in their schools. Right. And in terms of the needs, um, is it something that those kids who are in need, is it difficult for them to do it or are they feeling very comfortable going there? Because that's so important. It is very important. And one thing about the nest is it, it is not staffed by anyone. Um, so the door is unlocked. The students can go in. Um, oh, that's cool. What they need. Yep, it's kind of in a location. That, it's near the cafeteria, so it's kind of in a place where people know where it is. But the kids go in, get what they need, and they leave. They don't have to ask anyone. They don't have to check anything out. They just come don't in, have to pay. take what they need, and go. Nothing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that that is really, really, really a, a, a cool thing. Well, I just... Uh, I want to congratulate uh, Kaylee Weens, uh, the uh, advisor, and Evie. Uh, just, it sounds like such a cool thing. Faribault is such a wonderful community. And I would think that a lot of other schools might take, you know, a page from this and say, this is something we can do for everyone to make everyone feel good. And, you know, I, I just, I think it's a great community community effort there that you guys have put in. So thank you so much for coming on. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 